trigger warning just to let you know that in this episode I will be discussing things like childhood abuse, violence, poverty, and mentions of suicidal ideation. So I'm at Starbucks near the big mega, mega, mega supermarket, and it's a beautiful warm day today. Yesterday was actually so goddamn hot. It was probably 30 degrees, maybe 35 in the bus at 3 o'clock p.m. during rush hour. When I went to the studio, it was insane. Oh my god, I never thought I'd be like, I'm too hot. <laughs> well, everyone freezes at home. Um, I wanted to just talk about this person I found on TikTok recently. You might know who this person is. Kevin, call Kevin, ask Kevin. He has a podcast, uh, American Queer, and call Kevin. And he got really big on TikTok recently. And I just love this guy. First of all, um, his stories are really funny. He does this auto-tune voice where maybe I'll play a clip of it. He um, sings about, it's like a song about his fundamentalist Christian past and all the funny stories that have happened. And I love this guy because he's like my age, I don't know, 46, maybe he's a little under 50, between 46 and 50. And he now is finally kind of getting the, the fame or credit he was seeking a long time ago. I mean, he, it sounds like he had a very great career doing stand-up comedy traveling before covid and it's not that he wasn't famous and it's not that i'm seeking fame it's just that for a long fucking time i've been trying to make things happen and just shit is just not sticking to the wall i don't know why i couldn't figure it out i did so much energy work it's part of me was like okay i don't like this person that i am and i want to change who i am I want to be better, smarter. You know that cringy feeling when you look back at your painting or your writing or your journaling and you're like, God, I feel this is so cringy. I hope never no one ever sees this and you're super glad that you never got anywhere at that time. So um, when I think about Kevin and just, it seems like the same kind of path. Like he tried all this stuff and nothing really stuck until he went on TikTok and he just had his voice and he let it go and he just found himself. He found what he wasn't he just let go of that seeking and searching and striving and pining and all that shit that I guess I feel like I've been doing a little bit of. And everything in your life, this is what I want to say. It's so exciting because everything in your life up until this point is happening for some bigger purpose. So everything I'm doing, when I'm struggling with productivity and being productive and quote unquote, like actually earning fair and square cash money for said productivity, um, I look to this example and it really encourages me. God, I cannot talk today. Sorry. It's so fragmented. Maybe I'm distracted. (laughs) It's a little noisy, but, um, I really battle with a lot of thoughts that I'm just not good enough. I'm just not doing enough. I'm just not productive enough. I'm just not making enough money. And yet I exist outside of this capitalist system at this point right now. And I feel like shit or have like, I, I was a mom. I am a mom. I was a mom going to school for a long time. 
I had meaning and purpose and I was going to school and there was an end goal. And then I got made fun of for going to school for so long. And then I felt like shit about myself because I, I couldn't get a job. I couldn't. And there were just shitty jobs and I've done so many shitty jobs all of my life. And I just carried such self-loathing because I just did not exist in the world with other people with jobs. And yes, I could have scrambled and gotten anything. I could have worked at a bank. I could have done this or that. I could have done graphic design. I could have done video editing. I did videos. But I always just beat myself up and assumed other people thought I was a piece of shit as well. And even friends, well-meaning friends who didn't really get what I was doing because it didn't make money. And I'm not going to say, oh, I'm a shaman, I'm a scribe, I'm a sage, I'm a, you know, I'm this um, clown jester who exists outside of, of the hard work that everyone else has to do. Um, I have done hard work in my life. I've done a million odd jobs. And I was born working. As a child, I mean, as a child, I raised three children, plus my parents. I raised three siblings as a young girl. By the time I got to high school, I had already worked as an adult for my parents. And then I worked as a counselor for my mother. When she reversed the roles of, of parent and child and she became a child and I was her parent so that's the experience I had by the time I was 17 I was suicidal and I'm goddamn amazed that I'm standing on my own two feet these days like poverty, abuse and generational trauma and the stuff that I went through did affect my life to the point where I was I'm like I feel 20 years behind sometimes intellectually, emotionally I've had to do so much work and so much healing and because I didn't feel like I could fit in or, and, or Robin was working. And so I was able to take the time off and do some healing, deep healing, but I felt like shit about myself the whole time because I didn't exist in the, um, I, I didn't exist within the capitalist system that normal people are supposed to exist in. Even though I know this mentally, like I know not everybody is, you know, it just, just the horrible things I said to myself in my mind or the things I thought people thought about me. Like, you're lazy, you're spoiled, you're a freeloader, you're a leech. Um, poor Robin, he's a martyr, he's working so hard and he hates his job and he's working his ass off. And no matter what I did, I couldn't make him quit. It wasn't my decision. And he's, he was miserable in that job for six years He's working towards quitting. He's finally found something that he loves because he didn't know what to do otherwise. And I finally found something I love. Part of it is in Mexico, Mexico City. It's, it's being around artists. It's finding creatives who are actually making a living doing creative work. And I just hadn't seen that before. I didn't know how, I don't know. I don't even know how to talk about that or how to explain it to people who don't get it. But people who don't get it are not the people I'm supposed to be explaining this to. I am not a teacher or a nurse, and those are just the only two options it seems like are in my are in Lethbridge. And I I just don't like the place. I don't fit in. I, I I'm drawn and attracted to to this place. And I'm glad to be here. And I still don't know how things will come together. 
how I'll make it work, but I'm going to make it work. I'm going to make it work because I chose my own happiness and my bliss first before, before I figured out all the other pieces. I just don't know day to day. And I'm just kind of relaxing into the beauty of this place. I did a long meditation this morning. It's fucking genius because it felt so damn good to allow those um, thoughts and insecurities to come to the surface and not push them aside and just acknowledge them. Acknowledge that I'm afraid a lot. A lot of my life has been filled with fear. Really, really deep fears, like early, early childhood fears. And I've overcome them. And I'm overcoming them by comforting the child that's inside of, of me, the inner child. And allowing the divine feminine mother to comfort me. And to receive her love and believe that she loves me very, very deeply, every day, all the time, no matter what I do, no matter, people talk a lot about, you know, you need to know your why, your why is your responsibility, what you, your, why do you do what you do, or why are you here, and the how, and how to get there, is up to the universe, so let that go, to let the universe figure that out, help you figure that out for you, um, so I do really feel Oh God! <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 starting to understand trust, surrender, and action. And there's so much out of our control. I don't fucking know the answers. All I know is that it is okay, and it is a really good thing and an essential thing to follow your joy and your bliss. That really makes sense to me. And that's a strange thing to say because all of my upbringing is life is hard, life is pain, highness. <laughs> um, life should be hard. And if it's not hard, you don't deserve it. And if you're not working hard and if you're not struggling and if you're not miserable, then you're not doing life right. And then you don't deserve the good that you get. It's such a punishment-based upbringing I had. Such a fear-based, punishment-based with all the Christianity and my authoritarian father, to, to undo all of that is a really fucking goddamn miracle. The fact that I'm 46 and what I feel like my brain is finally at like a, a healthy place, um, it's a miracle any of us walked out of that house alive while we, after foster care and after suicides and after or attempted ideations. Um, it's amazing any of my siblings and I are standing on our own two feet. And no wonder we were tired. Like, I, feel, I think my body was deeply, deeply tired and I just wanted comfort. I wanted to rest the way I never got to as a child. I just never could relax. I could never... Even as a baby, I had a premonition during a meditation that I was a baby... And even then, my cries, I was sensitive to what people were around when I cried, and I stu stunted my cry. I halted and stunted my own cry because the people around me couldn't handle it. The people around me couldn't be trusted. They couldn't take care of me, and they couldn't handle the, the a crying baby. So that was 
pretty powerful to realize that even when you you feel an emotion or you have a feeling you have to suffocate yourself or stuff it down pretty far down to please everyone around you just so you can survive and now that I know all this and I'm healing from it I'm allowing myself to feel pleasure and I'm allowing myself to feel feelings and I'm allowing myself to just be okay with that which is enormous so this is for you if you are also a late bloomer and left behind and you don't fit in and you don't mentally it was hard for you to keep hold down a job and a capitalist system and everyone around you thought lesser of you because you were super creative but you did not earn your own way or you were mentally exhausted and emotionally exhausted and needed the comfort that you didn't get for all those early years when you needed to be held and you needed just to rest and do just be a baby and be a child babies rest and cry and eat and that's all they do and for those of you who are never even allowed to do that for the first couple years of your life when you should have been able to and you had to fucking parent your parents as a baby and suck it up and hold in your cry so that you didn't disturb your parents too much this is for you this is for you today just put your arms around yourself and know that that inner critic and that inner judgment is possible to heal and that you can you can relax and take life at a different pace and that I, I don't know, I found people who love me. I found people who care about me, who value what I do. And you never know what can happen. Maybe one day you can pay, them, pay it all back. Pay it back that debt you feel you owe. But in society, in some societies, there are, there are people who work as healers and as artists who don't earn their quote-unquote own way. <laughs> And or like musicians. I mean, and people pay musicians so much money just for something they hear in their ears for a moment and then it's gone. Like, think about that for a moment. How non-capitalist is that? Or maybe it is. Um, at least they're earning money. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing some money work over here. Can you tell? I'm trying to work on uh, existing in a system that really has made me feel like terrible shit about myself even though what I have to offer is of the highest value creativity and imagination music storytelling all of that is what makes us human and is absolutely essential to our soul if we think that we can survive without music dancing storytelling and visual beauty design then we've lost something and that's what I think Lethbridge has lost and Alberta has lost there are there are pockets that appreciate it but they're for the most part they have lost their humanity and I don't say that lightly I say it very seriously because I see it all around me and I feel my soul crush and dead inside I feel like a Medusa looked at me and I turned to stone in that place the Medusa is the wind by the way with all the snakes. Um, so I just, it's so, I'm so, I'm glad to be in a place where I feel that beauty and magic still exists in a way where um, 
people care and value celebration, parties, fest- festivities, and, and, and beauty and design and art and the magic and wonder of it all. So I had to find that. I had to, I had to seek it out and I had to find that. I think I'm finding it. I'm on a path to find it. And how it all comes together in a financially sustainable way is a really big, long journey for me, to be honest. Um, ah, okay, so sorry. I'm, I know this is, I don't know how to, I'll have to edit this. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> but for real, like, I've got, it's still so brainwashed in my head what, what is valuable in life and what isn't like a lawyer somebody who's a doctor someone who is a marketing communications specialist all of these people i look up to and i say god you're better than me fuck you're so you're so cool you're so smart i could never do that and i wouldn't do it because i wouldn't be good at it because i wouldn't want to do it because what i really really want to do is has a lot more to do with the creative arts and i'm so fucking sick of struggling to try to make money at it and also the guilt about it and feeling like shit about it so if I if I was valued in a society that valued the work that I did because I'm not lazy I'm very very prolific it's just I'm not seeing actual cash for it in the moment but I will at some point what I'm trying to say circling back to Kevin on TikTok and Really, all of his life's experiences came together in this one moment when he told these stories, which is what I like. So I think about that with myself and others. All of these life, you never know when it'll all come together. Maybe when I'm 50, all the writing that I've done in journaling, all of the podcast recording, all of the YouTube channel, all of the painting, all of the sculptures, all of the, the things that have come together, that I've put together can potentially come together in one moment to have meaning or purpose or fruits, the fruits of your labor in a lifetime. It's just not being paid month to month, but it is a lifetime work. And I guess myself overcoming all this generational shit has become a lifetime, a lifelong work where if the one goal in my existence is to raise a child with love and to stop the generational trauma from happening, then I have accomplished it and I accomplished it a few years ago. I accomplished my life's mission, if that was my life's mission. That's done, so that's huge because I did not want to pass on violence and abuse and poverty to the next generation. So here's cheers to not feeling like shit. Cheers to celebrating artists, court jesters, shamans, healers, people who don't always fit in or earn their own way, quote unquote, but offer to society something that is so rich and valuable and mean, has such great meaning. Um, has such a great, great meaning in, in the world. Okay, I will sign out now. I'm really distracted. Bye. Another thing I've come to realize is, along with all of the 
the bu- misogynistic bullshit in society about how women, if you speak up, you're a bitch. If you have feelings and state your needs, you're a bitch, which is so horrible and it's so ingrained in me that it's taken me 46 fucking years. Okay, maybe 40 fucking years to say what I want, say what I need and speak it out loud and not feel like deep shame just for being a human being. It's honestly the saddest tragic thing and I'm born in 75, so how much worse was it for women born, you know, even 10 years earlier than myself? So, um but becoming a rich, wealthy, independent woman, that is magic. Uh and I think that it's so common and normal for men to be rich and for women to suffer. Women's suffering is such a norm, is such a normative stereotype. And I know that sounds so basic or so common sense, but it's just, it's really um, coming to terms. It's really coming to the surface for me. It's just, I'm just realizing this so much and how much of that I've played into and internalized that misogyny where, oh, I'm suffering, I'm always suffering, I'm always going through some emotion. What a distraction. Like, what would life actually be like if you just did not think about your fucking problems all the time and enjoyed life and seriously just got wealthy and lived the best life? This is so out of the ordinary. I am amazed to think that I, in the future, could be a a woman who would not talk incessantly about this emotional bullshit while still having a healthy emotional acknowledgement but my god to be a man just independent and embracing um, a non-punishing god who uh, embracing success and just being it and living it without any fear or shame of repercussions of punishment what a fucking miracle that would be that's epic and thrilling but also just like god being a woman fuck man scary exciting i hear single women talk about this all the time like people always asking them if they're gonna get married or going to have children how men don't get the same questions that's pretty common but God, who are these women? Single, badass, existing, just wholly for themselves, without any apology, without asking permission. It's a goddamn miracle, and I am stepping right into it.